South Africa. Acknowledge me. Teresa Kanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. Daivula Landon Divulan the city nga Mike M and straight into episode 53. It is the Youth Day edition of the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike. In case you didn't know, it is Youth Month in South Africa during the month of June. Coming your way, Alpito Musimon about the disrespect Mr. Dan Malisela has faced. And of course, I'll get into stories that have piqued my interest this week, such as that of a honey trap officer. Hmm. I've got music from Drabi Badu. I can't wait for you to hear that song. But first, we get into Your Elders Were Dirty. And this week, we are checking out this song. Hi, man. Ay man, ay 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 ay. Sang kan 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 kan. I know this one. I know it very well. You look sweeter than ever Just how I picture you mm-hmm. Swear that you're looking better And that's so hard to do, girl Girl, I hope you don't mind If I reminisce on a time When I was your guy and you were my girl There was nobody else in my world Let's get the mood right Turn on your heart Put on that old red dress Maybe let's cruise Baby, let's cruise, yeah Then baby, let's Johnny Gill, Let's Get the Mood Right, released in 1996. This is the dirty song your elders used to listen to. And without wasting any time, Mandingenengo straight into the lyrics. Johnny Gill says in verse 1, You look sweet as ever, just how I picture you. Swear that you're looking better. And that's so hard to do. Girl, I hope you don't mind. If I reminisce all the time, 
When I was your guy and you were my girl, there was nobody else in the world. Verse 2. Guess there ain't no denying. You just get better with time. You don't think I'm sincere. Let me make it perfectly clear. You still make me rise with those sweet bedroom eyes. And how could I forget how much I love the sex? And you're still the love of my life. Chorus. Let's get the mood right. Turn on your hot light. Put on that old red dress. Baby, let's cruise. Baby, it's your night. Blow out the candlelight. We're going out tonight. Just me and you. Now, my elders used to love this song. When I was a kid, I used to hear this song almost every bloody week, especially during Sunday lunch. This song would play non-stop, high rotation, Baba. And I would see my elders looking oh so happy, singing along, joy in their faces. You can see their aura, their energy, their body language is just great. And I was thinking as a kid, wow, these are sweet melodies. These are beautiful, sweet sounds. Kanti, All it is, is what? It is the manyalas. Now, where are the manyalas in this song? The manyalas are in verse 2. When he says, let me make it perfectly clear. You still make me rise with those sweet bedroom eyes. And how could I forget how much I love the sex? What makes him rise? It is her bedroom eyes which are sweet. So what is it that is rising? Is it his nose? Is it his forehead? Is it his ears? Like a dog? Huh? A dog's ears rise when something of interest has come across the dog. So what is this thing that rises when he sees this woman's bedroom eyes? It is the 4-5. Yee-yo. Baby all night. It's the peepee, it's the 4-5 that rises each and every time he sees her sweet bedroom eyes. That's what I'm doing right now. Yazi, the manyalas in this song ne, are covered so, so well. Oh, verse 1 has got nothing, it's clean. And as you're listening to the sweet melodies of the song and kungena, oh, verse 1, you just drift away. And it's done on purpose. It is scientifically done on purpose. So that, come verse 2, you do not pick up the manyalas. clever too much when I choose to be. I picked up the manyalas. But the manyalas are in verse 2. 
Now, when you look at our elders today, they act also innocent, like they've never ever listened to music that was dirty in their ears, music that made them want to have sex, music that made them think about sex 24-7. Look at them today. Look at them. They think they are innocent, can't you know? History proves otherwise. History is telling us, Okuba, no man, these ones, you see this, these Madalas and Magrizas, yo, they were nasty back in the days when they were young, just like us. And that's the purpose of this segment. That's the purpose of your elders were dirty. It is to let you know and make you aware that each and every generation throughout mankind listened to dirty music when they were young. Rami Badu Uyinkwenkwe on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. What a disrespectful song. None whatsoever. It's absolutely atrocious, this song. It should be banned from the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. This is unacceptable. Jeez. Konba umtune chwabi. It's none of my business. And speaking of things that are none of my business, I'm going to get into things that have piqued my interest and I want to start off with Uayanda Tibete. Ayanda Tibete doesn't owe no one an explanation. After months of ongoing rumors about her alleged relationship with a married man, she put out a statement through her attorneys to refute those claims made by bloggers and social media users. And there was no need for her to do so. Why are people so invested in what other people are doing in their lives? I sincerely feel like on this show, I should have a feature called whenever something like this comes up. Because Ayanda Tabete or any other woman in South Africa, our land, or the rest of the world, owe absolutely no one 
an explanation. Whatever it is that they want to do with their vaginas, whoever they want to give their vaginas to, whatever they want to do with their vaginas, it is absolutely no one's business. Even if this guy was married or had a girlfriend, it is none of anyone's business. And what's always shocking is that at the forefront of casting aspersions to people such as Ayanda Tibete, it is women who do these things. Women are always at the forefront, judging each other, saying nasty things about, case in point, Ayanda Tibete. How could people be so invested? You buy data from your banking app. You buy, let's say, 2 gigs of data or you buy monthly data, like 10 gigs or 20 gigs, whatever you buy, okay? And with that money, you use it to invest your time just looking at what Ayanda Tabete is doing in Dubai with an alleged married man. Honestly speaking, a person invests their time and resources on checking out what another person is doing with their lives? And what's even more concerning for me is that clearly Uayanda Tabete suffers from Bazotini Abantu syndrome. Because if she didn't, she was just going to mise this whole thing. I understand there's arguments, Yogba. She needs to clear the air because this might impact her bag. She's got endorsements. She's got a brand she needs to take care of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. But if you want to do something like that, then just send all these people that you are in business with an email through your attorneys to let them know, Ugba, what's going on is absolute BS. Please do not... Listen to what's being said about me in public on social media. She didn't have to send a public statement to the whole freaking country. Because it's none of anyone's business who she decides to be with and have a child with. And if, for example, let's say this guy was really, really married, the attack. Honestly speaking, the attack should have been directed at this guy because he is the one who is disrespecting his marriage and his wife and of course his parents and her parents, his in-laws by cheating on his wife and embarrassing, humiliating his wife in the public eye. That's if this guy was married because Kutwa is not married according to the statement released through Ayanda Tabete's attorneys. But Geman, look, regardless, she and her partner do not owe anyone an explanation. And Gayas don't, yeah, celebrities sometimes put these things on themselves by always wanting to post what is going on in their private life, posting their partners, yeah, me and my bay vacation, pa and dawin, peshaya, donton, and all those things. And then it opens up the grounds for people to question you as a celebrity to start deleting pictures when things go sour. 
And it is sometimes these celebrities do these things in order to increase their profiles and gain traction for their brands. Ezinizindoman should be off limits. If a person does not want to be questioned about their relationships, do not post your relationships in the public domain. Don't do it. Otherwise, Ngokuza was born so 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 explain it to strangers. Explaining myself to people I don't even know. Do you know? Sometimes I don't even explain myself to my close circle. I don't explain myself to my my family, my parents, and so on. Like that that becomes very difficult. Like, why do I need to explain myself to you? I have to explain myself to the public. No, man, no, no, no. Moving along to another thing that has piqued my interest in the past week, and that is the honey trap trend. Women have started employing the services of a, what I call a honey trap officer to go to their men's DMs to find out if they are cheating or not. Georgia Rose gets a lot of requests from women to investigate whether their boyfriends or husbands are getting up to no good in the DMs. And she does this for a fee. It's reported some women are charged up to 31,000 rand. So far, she has exposed about 12 cheaters. Now, what are my thoughts on this? My thoughts are, this needs to be stopped immediately. Because this does not promote gender equality. That's, that's the premise of why. I am saying this thing needs to be stopped immediately. Because in the world we live in, we are trying by all means as stakeholders, as governments, as civil society, we are trying by all means to create a world where there is gender equality. This does not promote gender equality. If this honey trap officer, is what I am calling this person, and everybody else who does this, if they were not only going after cheating men, I would have been fine with this. If they were going for both cheating women and men, I would have been fine. But they're not. What they're doing is only going after cheating men. That there is just wrong. It is morally wrong. Absolutely morally wrong. Where is the gender equality? We need gender equality. I mean, we are out here busy fighting income disparities between white people and black people. Income disparities between men and women. We want gender equality. We want women to get the same salary as men. We want black people to get the same salary as their white counterparts. Like Lendo. Lendo, yeah, 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 equality is very broad. Okay, I know I am mixing racial inequality with gender equality because look, 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 both things are there to defend all people of all races and sexes. And this right here, this honey trap nonsense that is now starting to be a trend, no, man, it, it's wrong. It's wrong. It needs to be stopped immediately unless, unless it is amended 
and on top of its amendment is gender equality. Lastly, I noticed that a lot of light-skinned men are taking a lot of L's. Over the weekend, I caught up with some TV shows, especially dating shows because we have an oversupply of dating shows in South Africa, our land. And I noticed that women always commented that they don't want a light-skinned guy as a preference. I was like, hmm, what is going on here? What have these dudes done to have such a dwindling interest in the economy of love? I thought these guys were winning. They are chick magnets. Well, not all of them. And do they make women feel insecure because of the attention they get? Again, not all of them. I'm talking about those yellow bone dudes who always get attention from women. Or is it because maybe they are known to spend more time than women when getting dressed? Because it's a thing, apparently. I did more research on this. And another thing that came up was that, well, look, these dudes do not have a good reputation when it comes to umsebenziwasepetin. These guys are not winning. They're taking a lot of L's. Like, a lot of women who appear on these dating shows don't want to date light-skinned guys. And you know, some of them, they, they, they you can see about you, I draw this one, this one, probably his DMs are just crazy with a lot of women who want to get into their pants. You can see those. And you can see, Uba, uh, he, he probably like spends a lot of time in front of his mirror and he brushes his eyebrows, he checks out his eyelashes, he looks at his nails, you, you know, all those type of things that normal guys don't do. Like myself. I don't do those things because I'm not light-skinned. And of course, a lot of women do not find me attractive because of... In most occasions, it's because of my big forehead. I've got a massive forehead. And I'm proud of it, okay? I'm proud of it. So anyway, these guys get a lot of attention. And see, I see that some of these light-skinned dudes are not good when it comes to handiwork. Oh, they are terrible. But now in the toolbox. <laughs> so, see, I ask, but like, some of them, if not most, are useless. Okay? The, the only thing they bring to the table is their good, attractive, light-skinned tone. And, yeah, a lot of women fall for that. But, in most cases, for some women, it does not even last long because light-skinned dudes all of a sudden have a bad rep. They're taking L's. And funny enough, I have hardly noticed a lot of light-skinned men at the men's conference. Bangabile, man. Bangabile. It's a, it's a very, very scarce and low demographic, if I can put it that way. <laughs> Look, look, jokes aside, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because I was just fascinated because it was not like one or two or three women who were saying this. Like it was more than that. 
that no 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 ndifuni iauti a light skinned i want a a dark guy or a a a brown skin toned guy type of thing they don't want light skinned guys i don't know if maybe some women feel very insecure when they are dating a attractive light skinned dude i don't know what's going on because women can be very insecure that we know it is scientifically proven okay don't come at me it is there women are very insecure so i don't know if it's that but it's it's such a fascinating thing Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama or restaurant and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints No, the North Africans they are always bullying everybody always they bully referees they bully everybody they don't want to lose they are going to lose tonight we beat them fair and square do we want to justify how many times catches win with the with the referees mistake the baroka players disrespected madisha which was not good and most especially is the players who are on the bench who are sitting there they're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands so what are you it's almost morning about mr dan malisela has been disrespected once again The 56-year-old coach found out from his neighbor first before he got a call from his manager that his contract with Maruma Gallants won't be renewed. Fair enough, he signed a one-year contract with the club, but it's the manner in which he found out about his non-renewal that is disrespectful. It's not the first time Lotata has been publicly humiliated like this. Chipa United have been the biggest culprits. They've fired him four times. and he was just very unlucky at TS Galaxy now some people might have suggested that he might be very difficult to work with and maybe he doesn't like being told what to do by his bosses i'll get to that later to me it seems like these clubs are taking advantage of his desperation to provide for his family he has publicly stated this before He did say that the reason why he takes up these jobs is because he wants to provide for his family. His kids need to go to university and of course he needs to take care of his household expenses. Now going back to some people saying that maybe he's a very hard person to work with. Look, it happens worldwide in football. You get bosses who want to tell the coach what to do. The biggest one that I can remember right now in my head is that of Florentino Perez and his situation with Rafa Benitez. When Rafa was Real Madrid coach before the El Clasico, before we were hammered 4-0 at home at the Santiago Bernabeu, Rafa Benitez presented his starting 11 to Florentino Perez. And Florentino said, The people at the Santiago Bernabeu do not come to watch a defensive looking Real Madrid. 
and therefore he doesn't want a defensive midfielder in the starting 11 and that's how the 4-0 hammering happened and after that Benitez was dismissed and then Zinedine Zidane came through and we all know what happened after that threepeat to the dismay of Barcelona anyway so when Zidane took over Real Madrid he had the same problem but he put his foot down but because Zinedine Zidane is a football and Real Madrid legend he got his way so unfortunately for Benitez it wasn't the case that's why he got dismissed so it happens in football that your chairmans your club bosses will want to tell the coach what to do even though these bosses have got absolutely no coaching history so it happens everywhere land now for lotata to always be disrespected this way for me it never sits well and he has said this that this not only impacts him but it also impacts his kids because his kids get mocked his kids are made fun of whenever mr den malisela makes headlines for being fired once again by these clubs and most of these dismissals are hardly done in a professional manner they are always done in a way that humiliates utata wabantu lotata does not deserve this he really doesn't and it's very unfortunate for him in that his job is of public consumption it's not like the jobs normal people have where it is pretty much private so if utata womtu or umama womtu gets fired no one will know about that except their family and former colleagues but unfortunately it is not the case for someone who holds a public position i just hate how lotata is just always humiliated by amhlaza utata wabantu kho i will never like it And with that said that is how I end off episode 53 of the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike remember whatever you do do not lose the child in you adios amigos and bonita damas